Stephanie Rogers, and you are joining us for the first episode of our 2019 summer series. No one asked, but we're curious. <laughs> it's the two of us taking on every single Fast and Furious movie in preparation for Hobbs and Shaw this August, which my personal relationship to this series of films is that I have never cared about a Fast and Furious film, but then I saw the first trailer for Hobbs and Shaw and I was like, I need to understand what's going on here. <laughs> That's and so now I will. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, my relationship with this series is Jackie was like, do you want to watch this series? And I was like, uh, I guess. And it was funny because I, I, for some reason, I guess I assumed that you had seen some before. and like I've seen not a single one. Oh, this is great. I've also not seen a single one. And the only thing I've done that was remotely near it is I listened to an episode of a podcast uh, called How Did This Get Made? And it was about, mm. like, the fifth Fast and Furious movie. And because I just love listening to Jason Manzoukas. And it was, yeah. As long as I've seen, like, a trailer. Yes. And I, I definitely remember in the early 2000s slash, like, since then, seeing an absurd number of trailers. And, like, for the Fast and Furious movies. And always being like, huh, you know? As, even as a child, just being like, huh. Old. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm curious to see how these, because these movies feel built around set pieces. Yes. In a, in a premise. This yes. was like, what if we did Point Break with Cars? Yeah. So I'm curious to see how things, I know that things sort of start to shift after Tokyo Drift, it becomes. Mm -hmm. A little bit more just more like crazy. I also kept asking this entire movie, when is The Rock going to show up? Because I know that he's, like, in later movies, and I know that the Diesel and him have, like, a very famous, like, they do not enjoy being in the same scenes together, so they'll actually film the same scenes with them, like, not in it together. Yes. When they both are in the movies. I wonder, too. Uh, I also bet it's, like, probably, like, a little bit of myth- you know, maybe they did for, like, one scene in one movie because they were just having a bad day or something. But Yeah, yeah. You know, it's something interesting. That, and so I was just, like, kind of shocked the whole movie being, like, like The Rock's not here. <laughs> yeah. Or the two people who uh, I'm most excited about seeing in Hobbs and Shaw. So, so. it'll be a big deal for me when Hobbs <laughs> and Shaw both get introduced. <laughs> also, just so let's clarify because... Something I also thought for a long time was that Vin Diesel was dead. But Vin Diesel's not dead, right? Okay. Walker is dead. Oh, yes. That's what... Oh! I think that's why I got confused. Because he's in... Wait, who is Paul Walker in this movie? Paul Walker's bright. He's the blonde guy. <gasps> oh, my God! When people said Paul Walker was dead, I always thought it was, like, an old man. But it's this, like... I really like him, too. A car-related accident. <gasps> no! drag racing that was happening but like oh no too fast kind yeah. of situation Dang. no drugs or alcohol were involved it was kind of mysterious interesting but also just reckless driving Dang. really drive the speed limit everybody <laughs> all the acting in this movie because i've always sort of been told that like paul rock walker is just like this kind of like dumb yeah. sort of beach dude type and that Vin Diesel is just like a, a big lug yes. but I was impressed by both of their performances in yes. this and it, at the beginning I wasn't at the beginning I was like this is so funny but then yeah. like when we got like halfway through I was like very, yes. I was compelled by their performances yes especially because like the dialogue in this movie I was I kept 
being confused about whether I, like, thought the dialogue was good or not good. And it's, like... Yes, but or I... Per, perhaps both. <laughs> yes, but that, there was... And then there was, like... There's the one scene where, like, they're talking about his dead dad and how his, like, how his father died in that, like... And then, like... I was kind of like, oh, I think his acting might be saving the dialogue in this, or it might have been the other way around. I wasn't, I wasn't really sure. So, mm-hmm. but it felt, it felt like, oh, I do like this, but something feels off. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I really liked just like the color of the movie. Did you feel that way? Oh, I. So it's a movie I don't think I would have ever have chosen to watch myself. So I don't, like, really know what this medium of movie is like. Like, I don't really watch, like, gangster movies. And mm-hmm. it was just an interest, like, I I don't know if I liked. I think I, I, think I did. Because I think I was just, like, pleasantly surprised with liking it, you know? I was like, I wonder if this episode is just going to be Steph convincing me that this movie was not very good. Because it ended and I was like, this was great. <laughs> but, like, I would have never watched this movie without having, like, committed to watch all the, like, without yeah. some sort of, like, larger goal. I've never even once considered watching a Fast and Furious movie. Yes. But I also sort of had an expectation that they would be really bad at the beginning and maybe get goofier as they go. But this was, like... Yeah. Goofy, but not it not so goofy that it didn't take itself seriously in its more emotional moments. I don't know, yes. I just enjoyed it. Yeah. And I also thought like I think maybe in later movies the goofiness will also just be the kind of like sacrificing plot for like seeing cars do cool things kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. it like in this movie it felt like except for that kind of weird drag race at the end when they're like getting past the train where I Yes. I saw like a wide shot where we saw how close the train was relative to them. Yes. So then I was like, where is this train? Yes, is this train exactly. miles away? Yeah, because there, yeah, there was that weird part where it is actually getting close. And you're like, oh, they're not going to make it. But you realize you didn't see where their cars were in relation at that moment. <laughs> yeah, but they exactly. were like about to cross the track. And you're like, oh. Um, but at that point, I was like, they're not going to make it. Like, I was like <laughs> Oh, I was, and I really thought that last scene was going to be. Paul Walker, like, or Brian stopping the car and him crossing the tracks. And, like, it was weird because I I thought it was actually almost funny that he flipped the car. Like, I thought that line after he flipped the car that was like, I didn't expect that to happen was, like, incredibly, like, good. I I liked that line a lot. But I was, was, that was the only scene I have to say that I felt like, do we need to be having a race right now? Like, that, like, I, like, (laughs) Because I didn't exactly get, like, what Brian... At that moment, it almost felt like Brian was just having fun with him and not trying to chase him. And then you have the beautiful thing where he's hurt and he, like, gives him the car keys. And it almost felt like, oh, this needed to happen so that moment can happen. But the race part was kind of confusing. Like, what, what I didn't know what Brian was doing before. It almost looked like he was just like, yeah, let's do this race. Like... <laughs>
don't think that Brian, like, there was no moment where I was like, oh, Brian might arrest Vin Diesel now. You know, like, yeah. it, was, it felt pretty clear to me that he was, like, going to let his friend get away. Because yes. he also, when he comes up to the house, he's like, I didn't call the cops. And then Vin Diesel's like, you are the cops, which is like, yeah, good point. Yeah. But he clearly did not report a crime that just committed. So, like, you're in the clear, Vin. Yes. You don't need to be so mad at him. That was actually one of my favorite, like, gun standoffs, I think, ever in a movie. Because Vin Diesel, like wasn't gonna shoot his weapon like and you could kind of like tell that whole time like oh a gun probably isn't gonna be shot and like i didn't feel that like annoying and like i mean i feel like that anxiety is often good in a movie when there's like a gun standoff you're like is it gonna be shot but it was more just like two men talking but there were also guns and it made me less nervous and was maybe able to listen to like the scene more i just really liked that with guns though they just fired like a barrage of bullets yes. in a way that made me feel very unsafe but then when we were in that third set piece and they're like firing their guns behind them on the motorcycles it made me realize like i guess it's hard to be precise on a fast moving yes. vehicle yes. when you're shooting a gun and that then i was like i guess that's why no one's dying you know yes. bullets that are being fired near them yes except for that poor boy jesse that was a bummer that he died it was a bummer and it was also kind of like weird timing i mean it like it did have to happen for him to, like, for that standoff to stop happening. But I kind of, like, wasn't as sad as I think I was supposed to be. Realize? Yes. Because, it, like, it, at first I was like, oh, they're about to argue about the crime, like, about robbing the trucks. But then it turns out that, like, Vin Diesel doesn't even care about these trucks. He's like, I'm past that. I've yeah. moved on. I got to go help Jesse. Yeah. And then I'm, like, trying to catch up. I'm like, oh, okay, so we're not here about the trucks. We're here about Jesse. Yes. What are you, like, and then it seemed like Brian was there, too. He's like, I got to call in the fact that he committed a crime so that the police will find him before Johnny Tran. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, you're also here about Jesse? Yeah. No one cares about the yeah. trucks? But no one cared about the trucks. Everyone cared about Jesse. Well, and then Jesse almost... showed up just in time to die. <laughs> well, it kind of almost made me real, like... I was doing the same catching up and it made me realize like why did they choose to keep doing the crime at that <laughs> point in time when they were obviously worried about Jesse and like because there's a moment where like oh it looks like they were that that moment when they were like gearing up I thought they were gearing up to like chase after Jesse and then I realized when you see the sister Mia talking to him like and being so sad about it I was like oh they're gonna go rob that thing and and, and the whole like second half of the movie I was never convinced that Vin Diesel or Tor what was his name Torres Dominic Toretto 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 that I was never convinced that Toretto was actually stealing things until you've always known I was like maybe he's always known but I still don't yes. know like <laughs> yeah and then the only time I was like, oh, they are stealing things was when what's her name finally pulled out that big thing, like the the like hook grabby thing. And I was like, oh, they are stealing things. What thing were driving once Nia was like explaining where they were going and they were yeah. like getting the cell phone trace, I was like, Oh, okay, I guess that it is like Dominic's yeah. group is the people robbing the, the trucks. <laughs> But that's so funny that you were like, this could still be a baby yeah. switch. Well, I was like, but yeah, I thought maybe it would be. And and it was funny because it wasn't like one of those things in a movie where like oh, the mystery was solved. It was this person. It was like, oh, the people you've always been around are doing it, but they're like not that bad of people. But they do have this like crazy huge thing. Yeah. I did. And it was funny because throughout the movie, I was always 
I thought the whole, like, trucker vigilante thing was kind of a funny thing, but I understand why they... Yeah. I think it's very interesting that we never really, like, see a trucker's face in this movie. Yes. Like, even in that opening scene, I get why we don't go in, because that opening set piece, it's the trucker and the, and the, Cor- the whatever, those Corollas, were those the cars they were in? Uh, it's Honda whatever. Civics, they're like Honda Civics. Honda Civics, sorry, my bad. They're Honda Civics. And, like... I get why we don't go into the Honda Civics because it's like a mystery who's committing this crime. Although yes. I didn't get that at the time. I was like, why are we being so distant from these yes. drivers? It's kind of cool that they're robbing this truck. But it was weird to me that we never once like went inside the cab of the truck and saw like the trucker being distressed. Like yes. it seemed like the truck was just like business as usual, yes. flanked by four identical cars. <laughs> yeah, and then was like, oh, something's happening at my window. Like even then he wasn't moving or like swerving. Yeah, like I would be like, ah, like and, and, like... <laughs> I think the movie wanted to do that because they wanted to make us not, like, think that the team was that bad of a people. Like, you... Yes. Or took justice into his own hands, we wouldn't be like, yes. yeah, protect yourself. Yes. It's scary to have your truck yes. robbed. And it was almost, it was actually cool the way they did the the trucker shotgun vigilante thing. Because you really kind of, like hate him because you're not seeing his face at all and you're like yeah like you're like this guy sucks and he keeps and at, at that point i was almost like why is this trucker still driving i guess they're kind of these people are kind of scary to them and you're like but it was almost like absurd the way that trucker did not swerve at all you know slowed down no. or like yeah especially because he's trying to like fire a shotgun it does seem like maybe since he has a weapon and they just have grappling hooks yeah perhaps it would benefit him to slow this down yeah but instead like when paul walker's pulling up next to him he's going like 70 miles yeah. an hour trying to like jump onto the truck like it was very exciting but it did make me feel like trucker you are not making this easy for yourself no. but it also seemed like he was like this is easy like this is like it was like this is what I do every day. Like you know, I'm loading the shotgun with one hand, steering a truck <laughs> at eighty miles an hour with the other. Yeah. Welcome to a day in the life. <laughs> uh, crazy, and it was just crazy. Like the way the way in which you would see the shotgun moments before it was fired was always scary and thrilling but i'm surprised there wasn't just ever a time there was definitely a period of time in there where he should have been shooting because there was like too much time and then you see him loading the shotgun when brian shows up and you're like i was like brian doesn't know there's a shotgun in there that makes me really nervous yeah but because it's it seemed like he could just get shot at any moment but then we went inside the truck for like the first time and we saw the man loading the shotgun then yes i was like what have you been doing this whole time like maybe he went to fire a shot and the gun was empty and he was like damn it i should have checked and reloaded oh and then but he had still- to like look around for the bullets or something <laughs> And rummaging for bullets so that we would have known, like, that's what is going on. Because it was, like, this man's become very calm when there's, like, clearly a man dangling off the side of his truck. (laughs) Screaming Uh, in pain. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what I would do in that situation, but I definitely wouldn't have had the shotgun to begin with. Yeah. Also, I wonder what just, like, what are the trucker networks like that they, like, know this information really deeply? Like, are, are you, as a trucker, like, that aware of... 
and would be trying to calm people that like there would be probably anxiety after the first one so the union would try to make some sort of statement about what they are doing to protect you from this threat and we're all in sort of like the LA area so I bet that like word gets around in LA even if not like all over the country you're right well I didn't know where we were for a while I thought we might be in Miami and then I was like there's too much desert so I was like this is California There, that moment when all the cars pull up, I was like, Ugh, living in LA seems exhausting because like all these cars are so nice. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh, like so much of your personality is your stuff. I don't like this at all. <laughs> it seems like this must be LA. <laughs> <laughs> but then there was like, when he was radioing for the pickup, I was still like not 100% certain we were in LA, but I was like 80% there. And it didn't sound like he said LAPD. It sounded like he said MAPD. And then I was like, Where's where's the M? Like, wh- what could that be? What's deserty with that starts with an M? And then I just gave up on answering that question oh, for myself because yeah. they're in L.A. But because well, if they had said M.A., I was like, is it Miami? And then I would be like, no, no <laughs> desert. And I would have gone back and forth. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. I'm glad Miami never popped into my head because then I think that would have really disoriented me. <laughs> um, the other weird thing was now thinking that it's L.A., when they do the first, like, street race... It's, sh- oh wait, was it the first one or the second? No, that was the first one. It was like shocking that there was no traffic, I guess. It was, I liked the whole set piece with the cars at the beginning, but mm-hmm. I was kind of confused by it when they go to set up the race and there's so many cars driving. And I was like, this is a huge race. Yeah. But then it turned out that all those cars were just blocking all the intersections so that there would be oh. no traffic. That's why that like pizza guy pulled up and was like, hey, and then I'm trying like, to deliver pizza. They uh, were like, sorry, bud. Not right home. now. Find another way home, pizza man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, you street racers. Uh, yeah. I feel like this movie is like, if I was a child, I would be like, oh, this is what product placement is. Like, because there was so much product placement. There was like the Panasonic, the Corona. There was like, but you gotta. I know. That was so weird that he gave her a Snapple. <laughs> and she said anything as long as it's cold. And I was like so sure that meant a beer. Because yes. you only care about if it's cold, if yeah. it's like a carbonated beverage. And then she just took the Snapple and was like, I guess like, I guess it wasn't specific enough. Well, this it, is what I'm it, drinking. Because yeah. almost, it almost thinks like he would have been like... Because it was kind of like cute that he gave her a Snapple because it wasn't like pressury at all. I, I mean like it kind of takes this element of like... Well, he's definitely not trying to get her drunk, and that's, like, really sweet, at least. Like, at least he's, like, somewhat, <laughs> like, not a predator. But he, she doesn't comment on it. And that, like... <laughs> yeah. And it was like, well, I guess this video at least has some, like, finesse of not doing too much aggressiveness with product placement. And it almost would have been, like... Oh, the people who get that that was hilarious that this is Snapple will get that this is hilarious that it's Snapple. And, like, we don't need to make any bigger deal of it than we do. Like, the Snapple speaks for itself. I still laughed that it was Snapple. But it was also weird because she was drinking it with the label out. You know, like, yes. like, I, was like I was like, oh, Snapple probably did pay for this yeah. product to be here. And then it was like... Probably Snapple would have paid extra if there was some dialogue. If she was like, why would you get me a Snapple? And he's like, well, they're delicious. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. I was kind of waiting for that exchange because it seemed so placed. Yes. yes. I wonder if they did do a scene with it in and they were like, this is just too much. Or like... <laughs> Five minutes. Yeah. 
Uh, also, I, I haven't, like, is Panasonic dead as a company? Because I haven't heard about them in years. No, I think the Panasonic is still kicking. Okay. They're just, you know, they're an electronics company. They're not as... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they were trendy at a time, though. Okay. Televisions anymore. Yeah, we were super into that for a long time. We were like, yeah. but what about our phones? Like, yeah. no yeah. fun. Now it's funny because I'm fine with watching anything on my phone screen. You know, I'm like, it's really? like this. Yeah, you you always you remember in college you kind of be shocked by that a little bit. And my roommate, were you not shocked about that? Did I? Did you not know that like every time I was in my room, I was like falling asleep to TV on my phone. I do remember that you would watch like TV on your phone. Yeah, and then like my roommates are kind of shocked by that too. And sometimes I will literally come in the living room and watch TV on my phone while they're watching stuff on the big TV, and they're like. We're done with this. We can watch on the big TV. And I'm like, eh. Because then I'll, like, lose my place on Netflix if I have to find my place on Netflix. You know? It's a whole thing. Laptop in the way that yes. I do. Because I will do that with my laptop. My mom will be like, you're a, when, I'm yeah. at, when I'm, like, visiting my parents' house, they have a television that's connected to Netflix and whatever. And they'll be yeah. like, just watch it on the TV. And my sister's like that, too. She's like, why are we watching YouTube videos on your computer when we could be watching them on the television? <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know. That just seems so inconvenient. Yes, yes. It, uh, it's, it's funny. Uh, so because we were just talking about the that race, I liked when the police came and there were just so many cars driving in so many directions. And it's like, yes. if you were the cops, how would you even know who well, to arrest? Like, yes. I, this would be a nightmare situation. It it's like, you're just arriving. You're like, they committed a crime. They committed a crime. They But they're all just like, gone. Yes, it was just like... Well, yeah, because it felt like you could stop anyone, and it was just like, pick and choose your person. And then what I realized after the fact is that, like, oh, this was, Brian definitely called this in, and he definitely used this as the play to get closer to Toretto. Yeah. And so, but that that was interesting to me, because I feel like the cops definitely had to be obsessed. They, they probably told every cop there try to look for Toretto, like, specifically. Well, it seems like Toretto is known, too. Yes, yeah. Like, I would believe that the cops would look for Toretto anyway. Yes, and so they would, yeah, that makes Especially sense. Especially because the chief is so obsessed with Toretto. Yes, it's like, you know it's been Toretto. What did you think about the, did you know Brian, what did you figure out Brian was a cop? Yes, me too. And I was trying to figure out the whole time, like, all my notes were like, What's going, like, how often are these races happening? Like, why, do, what's Paul Walker doing? Where's Paul Walker from? I don't understand. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, he's a cop. That makes so much sense. Like, it just clicked all at yeah. once. But in a, in a way that, like, made total sense, but I also wasn't expecting. I don't know. I kind of yes. liked that. Yes. I was able to go, like, 20 minutes without even realizing there was a police element to yes. this story. And it's funny because I, when I was starting to play the movie... I saw, you know how Netflix will have, like, the kind of little blurb, like, as you're starting, if you, like, kind of pause it and stuff? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I saw, I think the beginning was, like, an undercover cop, blah, blah, blah. I'm really happy I didn't read the thing. Yeah. Like, learn what the premise of the, because cause the first 20 minutes, I was kind of like, what's the goal? Like, I'm not quite sure what yeah. the premise of this is. And yeah. I almost looked it up. But then I was like, no, you know what? It, it'll reveal itself yes. to you or it won't. And if it doesn't, it's bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it did. Yes. Yeah, but it was funny because I wasn't, like, I like that you were asking all those questions. Because at that point in the movie, I kind of, like, didn't care. Because I, I think I just didn't expect a lot of it. Um, and I completely forgot about the cop element. Even though I read that, like, 
one thing that was like undercover cop. And then when that showed up, I was like, oh my God, I forgot about this thing. Whoa. <laughs> um, and it was funny because like the guy Vince, I, I actually love that moment because the guy Vince was so obsessed with him not being like a straight character, like probably being like this bed cop that uh, I love that he was right. You know, and I did, I did like, and that Vince was the one who was so obsessed with it, but I didn't believe Vince because Vince seemed like such a dummy that I was like, this guy's just paranoid and like jealous because his friend is getting a new friend. And I was like, oh, that guy was right. <laughs> but I would believe that he's a cop and everyone's like you're wrong vince until vince almost dies and then he's like i'm a cop i'm calling for a medical yeah. evac and but then we never see vince never gets to gloat vince yeah. just goes to the hospital yeah. and that's the end of vince that is funny that that moment when he's calling the cop and like saying all this stuff i actually really liked vin diesel's acting because you're like is he about to pummel him and then like yeah Tense. I was like, please, Vin Deal, hold it in. Don't yeah. hurt him while he's yeah. trying to save your friend. And then he just kept saying, it was almost like the medical jargon kept, like, saved him. Because he was like, oh, well, he's giving important information that way I wouldn't know how to give. Yeah. The cop was going to tell us the ambulance driver, so they're very prepared when they come. And he just, like, kept, like, they're kept being all the stuff he had to say. And then there's the moment where he says, and he's going into shock. And I was like, Vin Diesel's definitely in shock right now. <laughs> like, uh. Um, I also want to make the point about the cop thing that I liked was that like I think it's cool that there was no moment where it was like we're seeing him try to get undercover like I feel like that's usually a part of this kind of movie yes. and I really like Point Break which is the surfing version of this movie mm-hmm. but in that movie at the beginning it's like he's like it's a we gotta get version? on yeah, it's great. You should watch. It's probably a better. I mean, it is a better movie than this, wow. but but it's also surfing. different, <laughs> and it's about surfing. But at the beginning of the movie, the cops figures out he's like, oh, this is this these robberies are being done by surfers. I got to get in with the surfers, so that he's like learning to surf and all this stuff. It's like like a whole you know like it slows down the beginning of the yeah. movie, but it's interesting and it kind of sets up what the conflict of the movie will be. But this is like not really you know like this isn't about the trucks at the end of the day. We don't really care about the the trucks yeah. once 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 Vince gets shot. It's like sorry truckers, we're not protecting you anymore. Yeah, you shot a criminal. Yeah, <laughs> but like so I like that this movie that we don't waste any time on like. Paul Walker trying to gain his driving skills or, like, trying to figure out who yeah. the biggest people on the driving scene are. It's like, he just knows that. He's good at driving. Here we are. Yeah. 20 great. minutes where you don't even know he's a cop, and yes. now he's a cop. Yeah. And it was, like, it's funny because you see that scene where he's, like, practicing driving, um, and he gets annoyed, and that's where he's like, I need the NOS. And, like, it's so interesting because this guy, Paul Walker seems to love driving just for the purpose of driving like that he is all like you're so confused you're like oh this guy just like really wants to make it on this circuit and knows that this is the big guy and he wants to earn this guy's respect and then you see that all of that motivation could have been translated to him being a cop and like wanting to be a detective too but you also Mm -hmm. think like oh this guy definitely probably grew up driving and was good at driving and like that's why the fbi picked this guy it's like kind of rando probably like that was my feeling the whole time is like oh like they knew this guy who was like this kind of like plucky young cop was just also very good at driving and i actually believed the moment where they say like he did two years in juvie i was either like oh the cops either planted that or he might have actually done two years in juvie for like boosting a car 
His real name is Brian O'Connor. He wasn't Brian. Oh, yeah, Earl. yeah, yeah. That makes Whatever. Sense. Pilsner. Pilsner. I forgot what his last name was. <laughs> it was like, what? I like how he said that was like a serial killer name. And then, then someone else was like, that's a white name. And I was like, yeah, this is really funny. I like making fun of this name. Hector was like, classic white name. I was yeah. like, I don't know anyone with that <laughs> yeah, name. I know. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> funny. <laughs> also, comment on the fact that the Honda Civic was the car that was being used for the robberies because you just mentioned Hector and they're like Hector was buying Civics and I was like I own a Honda Civic and like in my opinion my Honda Civic has like the least pickup like but it's also a hybrid which like is very different but it also has the it is a stick shift but I just like I'm just like I don't think a Honda Civic would ever be used well for I think this. they'd replace the engines and stuff okay I okay I hope so which i guess that makes sense like the body of a honda civic because you like probably are less like conspicuous in some ways maybe Mm -hmm. i don't know but yeah fbi guy says you want time buy the magazine that made me laugh so hard yeah i didn't really get what that meant what does that mean that's hilarious. Oh, that's funny. I kind of, I don't know whether I liked, like, that FBI, uh, he was supposed to annoy you the whole time, but I was kind of like, this guy is, like, just a little too annoying. I, it was like, it was the FBI person who we've been interacting with and the chief of the LAPD yes. and Paul Walker and then oh, some yes. random other white guy who was like, Oh, you're just in love with the girl. And then yeah. he was like, punch. I was like, who is this man? Yes. Have we seen him before? Yes, yes. I think he's the guy who was asked to bring them like iced lattes or whatever, but it just didn't make sense. Yes. Like, I've never seen this man before. Now he's so antagonistic. <laughs> yes. And I mean, he was like, he said such a crass. That was such an interesting moment in the movie because he said this very crass. He was like, I'd be like, something about like, I think maybe it was like jacking off or something or like getting, getting off to like her too. Oh, her pictures too. And it mm. was so crass. And then that Brian got like upset about it. And I think that was a moment that's supposed to make you think like, oh, he's a good guy because he's not going to joke about the girl he likes behind her back, you know, and he's going to defend her behind her back. And like, but he couldn't do that kind of, like, you couldn't have the other two characters say that crass thing because you're supposed to like, you're supposed to hate the one FBI guy for the his authority, but you're not supposed to hate him because he's, like, a, a jerk. He's just, mm-hmm. like, really into... Well, he's kind of a jerk when he, like, blames... Like, he does that thing where he blames, blames Brian for his, uh... Like, he's like, this isn't my fault. Like, I was the one who said we shouldn't, like, go on them for circumstantial evidence. And then... That was so weird. That was like, why were there all those DVD players? Uh, DVD players. It sounds like they're also doing something weird. Like, you know. Right. Um, and, and you're not supposed to hate the, like, the captain, I feel like you're supposed to like, you know. But he's actually, like, Yeah. Always been dumb. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to. You're supposed to be like. And then he. And then he's kind of nice because he's like. The real question is like, what family are you gonna be loyal yeah. to? Instead of being like, it's your job to arrest this man yeah. who we're very sure has committed a crime. He's like, you follow your heart, Brian. Yeah. It was. It was. And there was that that thing he said to him when he says, "Are you going native on me?" 
And that sounds like, I guess maybe it's cop lingo in the world of, like, when you're going undercover that you get, like, too invested and you go native, which sounds like it's a weird racial slur. To like, yeah, I like, really didn't know what that was supposed to be. But, but uh, he then is accepting of it. Like, because he says that weird comment, and you're like, what does this mean? It sounds like he's being aggressive about it. And then he's like, choose your family. As though it's okay to, like, go with this Toretto guy. People go undercover sometimes. They never come out, and yeah. that's just the way it that's is. That's what happens. Um, I also liked that we heard the story of why he... Because remember there was that guy who was like, just look at what this guy did to this guy. And, like, he's not controlled. And he's all like, oh, he's controlled. He's not controlled. The way to kind of discreetly yes. ask about that because yes. he wants to understand. Yes. But then Dominic just offered it up in the yeah. same... Like, he was telling the story of his loss. And then he was <laughs> like, like, and also that I killed a man. <laughs> I felt really bad about it. But it was, and then it was the reason... Yeah, that he seemed to, like, have remorse, which was kind of nice. And yeah. then you see him, like, being really upset when... Tran is like torturing the guy with the oil. You know, he with looks with the motor oil. Yes. That was very disturbing. I I really liked that as a torture scene because I was like, okay, they're about to torture this guy. Are they gonna like cut off fingers? That's like what they always do. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, he's gonna like. Sh- it looks like really, like kind of what that would look like. It felt like it felt like, like you're not gonna like try to really shove it in the person's mouth because it's like. Oh, like, like, and he did try to shove it in the person's mouth, but the person was then like, oh, I'm not going to put it in my mouth. And then it's kind of like making him not breathe. It just looks like, oh, this is what this act would actually look like. And it's like kind of jarring, but this guy isn't like, like people who are gang in gangs, like they probably have to torture people on occasion, but they're also like not that good at torture where that because you know there's like in the movies there are the people who are like come in at war and they're like the torturers and they have this like whole set of equipment and they're like yeah, used yeah, yeah. to doing it i was like oh they're gonna like turn into that right now which is like you're used to and then it's like oh this feels like really like it they didn't he didn't do like a great job torturing and he just like needed to get the information and then he said that weird thing about kissing my boots and then he just kicked him and i was like this feels like well, this would happen like this was like a this is what a torture scene would look like in real life. It was just like the muscle also sometimes yeah. roughs people up to get information. And, they have to and like it was like a bad strategy for getting information because the man couldn't speak. Yes. I was like, he can't tell you. You're putting motor oil in his yes. mouth. But that's why he didn't like put it fully in his mouth. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. he did it yeah, in the beginning and then he was like, oh, like I can't do that because like that's not going to help me here. And then he was just like making it really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. realistically thought out yeah so anyway i was kind of happy with the torture scene although it was disturbing (laughs) also when i saw that man i was like is this the man that brian was working for harry and then and then i was like oh no this is just another like tall white man who like yeah just a random white man who owns a garage like oh I want to talk about women, yes. and I want to talk about the score of this. Do oh, any yes. of those excite all you? All three of those, all three of those excite me. Let's say, let's talk, can we talk about women first? Um, yeah, let's do. Cool. It. Do you want to start it off? Is as separate from other women. Yeah. Like when Michelle Rodriguez is introduced, she gets out of that car, and we pan up from her like feet to her head, and it's like, oh, classic what you do to women yeah. thing. But then everyone gets out of their car one at a time, all four of those guys, <laughs> and you do the same thing to all of yeah. them. 
So it's like, oh, Michelle Rodriguez is equal with these yeah. men. But then she's constantly, whenever she sees other women, she's like, Scared. sluts, get yeah, out of my yeah. face. And it's like, whoa, calm yes. down, lady. The other women in this movie, though, like, anyone who was not a character, bes- but, like, everyone, all women besides... Uh, Mia. Mia and Michelle Rodriguez for yeah. Lenny. And even, even like, Michelle Rodriguez is a little bit more, like, rough and tumble. But, like, all the other women, it's just, like, their bodies. And it's, like, gross. And it's, you know. Have all these opening shots of all these beautiful women. And it's like, what are they doing here? And then you get this group of four women. And they're just, like, admiring the engine of a car by themselves. <laughs> like, no one's showing anything yeah. to them. They're just like, oh, wow, this engine. And it's like... I guess hot women can love car mo- engines. That's fine. Yeah. I but, like, is that why all these women are here? Is because they love engines? Yeah. Like, and they don't own car? Like, they're not participating in the races. They're just admiring the engines? Yeah. That's so weird. That was, that, was, that was a funny moment. But then most of the others were just, like, them holding men. And then there was that one shot in the party where, like, the women were making out with each other. Yeah. No. With yeah. Them. Are they just here because they love cars? Because yeah. if they don't love, if they're not here looking to hook up with a man, then yeah. like, because like I get that when that one woman is like, oh, like you're gonna have money if you win this race. I'm interested in sleeping with you. It's like I understand the dynamic yes. you're trying to set up here. Where well, it's she like, also men race cars. It makes them cool and powerful. Yes. And that was really funny because that woman was like, you'll get me no matter what, but then you'll get this woman too. And it was like, and I actually loved when he yelled out Menasha. And then I was like, <laughs> that's so funny. And then he was like Monica. And then Monica was like, no, you didn't win. And he was like, you lied, girl. Like you said that you were gonna be there no matter what. <laughs> And that was I liked I liked that moment. That was funny, but also like weird. But I like I was like, ha ha. Wish to be like on some level, you are thinking about what might women be here for, yeah. and it's like because they're attracted to these men and they want to be with powerful men who yeah. have powerful cars and money. But then when there were two lesbians there, it was like, what are they like? They don't yeah. care about men. Yeah. Are they just car fans? Yes. Where's their car? Show me doing. I got to see them driving before <laughs> yes, you show me them kissing yes. or I'm going to think you've just got them there to kiss each <laughs> yeah. other. And I don't think that's very yeah. nice. I really think they just put them there to kiss each other. I'm sure they just put them there to kiss each other. <laughs> and it, just remind, it was just funny because I was like, oh, this is a movie from 2001. Like, I don't even feel like other movies, like if they made, like, I bet in the future Fast and the Furious movies, they're not going to be as aggressive about, like, side women being ogling them, I hope. I don't know. I actually suspect or fear that it will get worse. I was, like, I was expecting it to be terrible because I was expecting the kind of, like, sexy woman starts a race kind of moment that you always get in these things. But they actually didn't do that. And we didn't get that. It was always, like, like serious stout men were like, one, two, three, race. You know, like, they were there for business reasons. And and so I fear that we're going to start getting, like, more sort of, like, tracking the figure of the woman from her toes to her hands, and then she cues the race kind of things yeah. that we didn't really get in this. Yeah, there was, there was just, like, a lot of weird... And, you know, this might have actually been... They might have been using the women more as, like, a, like oh, there are very distinct separate gangs here, because they love showing, like, the two Asian women and those, like, specifically, like... What what is what is that style plaid? Is it like, it's like the plaid is the style. No, it's like the red. Anyway, you, like it felt like checkered. What? Check checkered. Yeah, was it plaid checkered? No, I guess it's I guess it was just plaid. But it's like that kind of like 
goth plaid of the late 90s that I guess was very popular also in, like, maybe it was, like, Korean culture at one point. But, like, they seemed to have it, like, a little bit after America had it. So, anyway. So, anyway, they, like, associated that with, like, kind of the Korean women and, like, was was that a Japanese gang? I don't know. What gang? What was the gang? I don't know. I don't know if they... The guy who played Johnny Tran looked Korean to me, but I don't know. I don't know. know. Uh, Either. But they did. But they did do this, like, thing... Tran is a Vietnamese last name. But I don't think that they were all supposed to be Southeast Asian. Well, they did do, like... I was like, oh, maybe the women are here kind of as, like, a separation of, like, look, this is one cultural gang. This is another cultural gang. This is another cultural gang. Because there was something kind of just, like, jarring about having the two, like, very matchy... Like, do you remember the image I'm talking about? There were, like, those two very matchy-matchy like uh asian women that were just like standing next to each other and just like looking sexy and then you saw two more next to i don't think it was tran but i think it was someone else uh and like and they were like just like on him and it was like oh this is a way of saying like all of these people like operate together you know it wasn't there was not really like is this during race wars or no 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 this is the beginning Okay. I don't think you remember it. I don't remember because Johnny Tran wasn't at the beginning. No, but there was another. Well, that's what I think. That's what was so jarring to me because they hadn't set up Johnny Tran as a character yet, and you had like they had kind of like talked to Hector because Hector came around the the car, so they were like, "Oh, here's the kind of like Latino." And so and this is another interesting thing to me: was Dom like supposed to be Latino? Toretto is a very Italian. Yes. Last name. Oh, and they had that little Italian so. dinner kind of thing that they got going on. Yeah, okay. they were very, they were all having dinner yes, together. Yes, it was yes, very yes, Italian. Yes. So, okay, so they were the Italian gang. And then Hector Except they were serving tuna at their like Italian yes, restaurant. The, the tuna thing was hilarious. But they also did not like the tuna. They were like, why does this person keep ordering the tuna? The tuna is there for like <laughs> last true. like if we like all die and it's like D Day, we have the tuna. But like no one should be eating the tuna. <laughs> um which is also, like, that's not a good canned food to be choosing as your, like, D-Day food. Because, like, tuna will go bad early. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but then they've got, so then they've got, like, but they seem to be, like, close with Hector. But Hector's a different gang. And that's, like, the Latino gang. And then you've got that guy, the the black guy, who I guess was, like, part of... Ja Rule. Wait, was that Ja Rule? Yeah. Is the actual Ja Rule? Mm-hmm. Wait, like the guy who sang at our spring fling freshman year, Ja Rule? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! The guy who was part of the fire festival, Ja Rule. He's had a colorful career. <laughs> oh my god! Ja Rule, this made me like Ja Rule more. Even though, like, I know he did all that controversial stuff at our school and I didn't like that. But, but also, he, like, really... Wow, I kind of, I think he was, like, I liked his acting in this movie. I thought he was a funny, goofy guy and I liked it. Anyway, <laughs> um, so... And then there is, no, there's that one guy in the beginning. There's the fourth character in the first race that is the, like, part of the Asian yes, gang. Yes, and he's, like, playing yes. a video game at the and beginning. Like, and we don't know anything yes. about him. And we never see yes. from him again. You're right. Yes. I forgot about but him. But they had, they had a couple times where they panned to, like, his gang and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And that was jarring because we didn't talk. There wasn't a moment where we talked with that guy in the same way that we talked with Hector and we talked, well, Dom, Hector wasn't even in the race, but Dom was in the race. The black guy was in the race. Brian was in the race. And then this other guy, the yeah, yeah. guy playing the video game. So yeah, yeah, it was jarring to like not hear from them, but see these very like sexy women on screen and be like, Oh, this is just the Asian gang. And then like later on, we actually interact with like the motorcycle gang and then they end up being Asian. But like that was, and that was interesting. So at least, like, they went into that, but I was kind of, like, weird. I was like, why are they doing this weird, like, 
eroticism of like Asian culture. We're not gonna like interact with them, and it freaked me out. But then, I mean, it was still kind of weird that they. I I, I was actually happier. I, for some reason, when they went to the moment where they're like, "Oh, it feels like we're like in Little China now," or something, wherever they they were like to their little home area, I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, are we about to see like kung fu fighters?" Like I was expecting it to turn into like a weird <laughs> like, and then it didn't, and I was like, "Okay, this is fine." Like I was like. This is okay. Yeah, yeah. Or, or better. Yes. <laughs> Fine, but, like, not. It, is, it was also interesting to me, just since we're talking about, like, women as markers of racial groups, it was striking to me that there were not, like, black women who were offering to sleep. Yes. Or, like, that the main woman who was talking to Ja Rule was not, like, a could, darker-skinned black woman. I think woman. she could have been light-skinned and she, black, though. She could have been light She could have been mixed-raised. Yeah. She could have been, like, Latina, but she looked kind of white to yeah. me. And I was just a little, like, that, that felt objectionable to me. That, like, if you're going to use women as sort of, like, markers of yeah. racial groups, then there's something kind of, it seems anti-black to be, like, like, like anti-black, like, it seems anti-black to be positing, one, that, like, black women are not as attractive as these other ethnic minority women. And so, like, they're not going to do that work. Like, they're not going to be fun to look at and communicate well, that, that was, information. That was weird because in the menage a trois, the second woman was a black woman. But, but she didn't get to yeah, say, she anything. Didn't say anything. It was almost like, oh, she's like, I'm the initial prize and she's the, like, secondary prize, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, uh, that seemed bad. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I, I noticed that and felt sad about it. Yeah. That was, yeah. And it undermined sort of, like, if you were saying, like, oh, like, we're using these women to sort of indicate the groups, yes. it undermines that yes. if it's suddenly, like, but not in this situation where we don't think that the women are attractive yeah. enough. I kind of would like to... Because then it's like, oh, so this is just, that's like a thinly veiled excuse for putting hot women yeah. in your movie. I would almost like to go back and, like, look at that whole, like, sequence from, like, when they all meet together to, like, when they all go to the race again. And because, like... There were a couple moments where I think there was, like, a lot of people intermixed. And then there were some that were very distinctly, like, no one's mixing right now. And and then there mm-hmm. were, like, those white women that we talked about, the skanks, that were just, like, very blonde and very white. And then you kind of, like, never saw them again. And then... Yeah, I don't know who they were there yes. with. So that was, like... They're, they're like the women who were... They're like the white women who were at Race Wars who were just there to look at the engines. Yeah. Maybe they're the same yes. women. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. And then it's kind of like, oh, Dominique, now, because, well, is her name Dominique? What's what's her name? Who? The who? girl. Lenny. Lenny. Her name's not Dominique at all. <laughs> it's just because his name's Dom. Dominique and Dominique. <laughs> yeah, so weird. But Lenny is, she's Latina, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's an interesting, like, oh, she's chosen this family over potentially yeah. another that family. That almost made me wonder, is that part of the reason that it's like, oh, like, Hector and... Dom can be really close because... Oh, maybe she's related to one of these people. And... and Not even that they were related, but just that it's like, oh, like, these communities are adjacent enough that people sort of flow in and out yes. of them. Which is why it also felt weird to me that the black group had, like, a, a white woman yeah. or a very white presenting woman yeah. in there. Because it's like, oh, so, like, also people flow in and out of all of these groups? Like, it seems except, like we were establishing a unique intimacy with Hector. Except, except for the Asian group, so that yeah. maybe maybe that was the thing. It was like, oh, all these other groups are a little bit closer, but and maybe that's maybe that's because Dom is on good graces with all these other groups, but as a very specific antagonism with Johnny Tran, yeah. that then like precipitates through the whole Asian community. Maybe I I would actually like if that was their logic behind all of that. Like now, maybe it makes a little bit more sense. Everything, but. But still, not great to use women's bodies to communicate no. oh, this information. Yes, yes, yes. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, the whole point here is ew. <laughs> <laughs> but we're trying to nail down exactly why it's gross. <laughs> so, it's funny because I kind of like forgot that through this whole thing because I got confused by the whole thing. So I was like, oh, let me blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, no, 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 no. Like, was it worthwhile having this conversation because it was so gross to begin with, you know? I, I think that it's important to figure out what the mechanics of the grossness. Yeah. But yes. Because well, yeah, this movie is, is going to be gross with women in a way that future ones will not be, but I think that they will not stop being gross. Yes. Interesting. Um, and it's gross. Okay, so now let's get back into Lenny and uh, Mia. Mia, yeah. So, what, so my thoughts on Lenny, I actually like how her face... Like, every time sometimes you saw her face initially, she kind of had this, like, grimace on that was, like, a very specific... She looked exhausted, yeah. Yeah. Just, like, so sick of being in this world. But also, she loves cars. Yeah. And And Dom? I couldn't tell her. I couldn't gauge her relationship with Dom. She loved Dom. Like, she was, like, a little aggressive. I didn't feel like she loved Dom until, sort of, like, that moment where they were, like, making out. Yeah. And he, like, grabbed her butt, and they seemed really into it. And I was like, okay. But, like, I... Like, they kept saying that they cared about each other. But she just seems sort of, like, protective of Dom. It almost seemed yeah. like Dom was just, like, gave her legitimacy as a racer. And she, like, needed to, like, make sure that that legitimacy was directed towards her and not these, like, random white women who love engines. Yes, that may- yeah. He does seem like, in the beginning of the movie, like, you see that moment where, well, I didn't know at the beginning of the movie that Mia was Dom's sister. So it was kind of like, oh, look at all of these men fighting over Mia and Dom's outside of that because he's not as like he maybe either really loves uh Lenny or he's just like not as confused by women you know and like mm-hmm. or like they like and actually that's something I feel like they people in a gross way like to do in movies where they show like oh this is a more rational man and it's not distracted by women like these other men and that makes him a better man like a better one, he could get women, but he doesn't have to because he doesn't need them. And, like, this weird kind of way that's, like, oh, let's, like, commodify women's bodies and then show that the best man doesn't need to go into that commodifying, even though he still participates in, like, having sex with women, like, in a weird way, you know? Mm-hmm. But then you realize later, oh, that's his sister. So, like, that's why it wasn't, like, weird. I don't know. And I also think none of the men in his group would try to sleep with Lenny because Lenny and him are so like, connected, you know? I don't know. uh, Anyway, Lenny... I liked that Lenny had that grimace and wasn't, like, trying to be pretty. Mm -hmm. Like, that was at least, like, something in this movie that I was like, huh, I can get behind this. I didn't like how we didn't see her race until, like, near the end, you know? Yeah. Um, I kind of wish we had seen more of that earlier, you know? Otherwise, you're kind of like... Oh, is she good at racing or not good at racing? You know? I think in general, we don't really get... Well, and I think that she's a mechanic also. Like, she's in that shop and she's working. So she's good at what she does. But in general, yeah, I think that, like, my biggest complaint about Lenny is... One, I don't like that she's so antagonistic to other women. But then mostly it's just that I don't think that she gets enough time to do what she's trying... Like, like I'm not totally certain on how she feels about Dom until way too late. I'm not certain that she's good at driving until way too late. Like, she just doesn't have the screen time to do what... Yeah. What she, what her male counterparts are doing. Nothing. I mean, she's maybe she's got more screen time than Leon. I don't know anything about Leon. She's got more Who's screen time Leo? than Vince. I don't know if those guys are good at driving at all. Oh yeah. I mean, except that we saw them all do that heist at the beginning. 
But we didn't know that was them. We didn't know that was them. But the chief of police did. Well, that was actually, that was cool because in the the end, when she kind of goes underneath the truck and back out, I think that was a moment to show us, oh, that whole time Lenny was the one in the beginning that was the truck underneath. Which, like, I thought, oh, that's the best driver of everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that, like, went underneath the truck. Um, But... They didn't actually specifically say that, so we don't know yeah, that. Yeah, but, but she definitely has the skills to be that one, and we don't know that anyone else yeah. has those skills. Yes, exactly, yeah. Yeah, I think that she is a good driver, and I think they intended for her to be, but we just don't get to see, see enough it of that it. much. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like I would have wanted more races in this movie, though. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I think there was the right I mean, amount of races. Yeah. And I don't know if I would have liked to have seen her in that first race and like because then she she would have lost to Dom like Dom had yeah to I like that we never see her racing Dom yeah well yeah we you would want to see no her I'm glad Dom. we never see her yeah, racing Dom yes yeah because the idea is like Dom has to win and so I liked seeing her race this kind of like but it would have maybe been cool to see her race like the three other guys in the group and her be the second best racer at least but not, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying I, yeah I yeah because the feeling is probably Jesse's not good at racing right? <laughs> Oh, he he loses. Yeah, Jesse loses his race. Yeah. But he's also racing, like, a weird car. Yeah. That was weird, though, because it was, like, your dad's gonna go right back to prison when he beats you for driving his car. I was like, have we heard from Jesse's dad? Where is this coming from? <laughs> I know. That was also... Yeah, we actually... There were, like, moments where we heard... There was the one moment where we heard, like, Jesse, you could go to MIT. And then he was like, I, fit, I have ADHD yeah. or something. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, we're here. Like, we're learning a little bit about this guy. And then I realized, like, oh, he dies. And that's when we had to learn a little bit yeah, about him. So but was that, be... like, the whole sympathy story was, like, I have ADHD? <laughs> like, I was such sad a weird... that he died also because he felt a little queer-coded to me because he had nail yeah, he polish. Did, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He and did. he was so gentle. He was. And he didn't seem Maybe. interested in Mia, so I was like, ah, oh, you killed your implicit yeah. queer. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. But I did like him, especially as, like, a queer person with ADHD. I was like, yeah, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> Represent. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's so interesting. Now I feel like, well, I, I did feel like in the death scene, like, uh, I guess he had to die. There was a moment where I was like, did he have to die? Like, it felt so, like, I don't know. It did feel like I don't think he had to die. I'm sad that he died, and I think that the movie would have worked without him dying. But I think that the way that probably the scriptwriters would justify it is that it's like they needed a reason for Brian to pursue Johnny Tran. Because otherwise, it's like Dominic Toretto still is the one who committed a crime. But now, if these guys come and murder someone in front of him, he can be like, This is the more important crime. I'm going to make sure that these people go to jail. And then Brian actually murders that guy. Like, he actually kills that, that I, motorcycle. I don't know if he's actually dead, because he takes a pulse, and we don't know what it, whether he gets a reading, and then he says, you, call 911. Oh, interesting. I think he would have said, I think he would have stayed with that guy and been like, let's get the ambulance here, and like, you know. Well, but he had to go chase Dom. Yeah, yeah. And I think the Dom is more important to him than, like, making sure that either Johnny Tran's remains are handled correctly or Johnny Tran is Wait, got... was that Johnny Tran? I don't know, actually. That was one, one of them was oh. Johnny Tran. I think I that think was, Johnny Tran, was Johnny Tran. I don't remember. Which one of them flew over the cliff that Dom, like, hit with the car? 
Wait, both of them died? No, that guy didn't die, but he was just, like, not going to... That was weird, because it seemed like Vin Diesel was going to go down and kill him. But Vin Diesel was just, like, making sure that he was down for the count. Okay, I don't... I think I missed that part. I think I've got to go walk back and watch that part. Vin Diesel, like, the, when... Uh, that one guy is going to, like, shoot Paul Walker, and then Vin Diesel kind of, like, comes out of nowhere and hits him with the car. And he tumbles down that cliff. Oh, okay. But we never see his face, so I don't know which one that was. Yeah. And they're wearing masks the whole time. Like, I don't even think Johnny Tran was even there. Oh, really? I kind of assumed well, it was Johnny Tran and I Johnny thought Tran's he brother. Sent, I thought he would have sent just random lackeys He would do to, that, but I just kind of figured yeah. Johnny Tran must be here for the effect. You know what was really interesting to me? When Johnny Tran is slapped by his father at the house. <laughs> I thought that, that was a was very, very interesting, interesting moment. I think that the point of that was because they wanted it to be like, oh, like now he's angry with Dominic Toretto because Dominic Toretto brought shame upon him in his own yes. house in front of yes. his wife and kids or whatever. But that was. Yes. <laughs> it was fun. That was a big move. And I was also like, how did you become like an organized crime leader if your family's so ashamed of you for getting arrested? Is it just that they're like, they're also an organized crime and they're like, you're terrible at this? Or are they like. Yeah. How could you dishonor know. our name? Because his clothing, his dad's clothing looked so normal. Yeah, like, yeah it was too... like a very regular dinner. Yeah. But Dom has regular family dinners with his crew, so. Yeah. I want to know. Oh, well, we know where Dom's dad is. Dom's dad is dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Dom's mom? Boys don't have moms. Boys don't have moms. Boys like that. Uh... They just have dads. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about. Oh, wait. We did talk really about Mia. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, what do you want to say about Mia? Mia obvious like she's obviously just like the person of desire you know and she's like really a good girl and she also like is 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 virginal in like all these ways because you're like oh she hasn't actually been with Vince you know um and like then well then I actually did like how you didn't see them kissing for the first time like you don't see like you see them after like yeah like, they were, they're, they're already like, in really bed together racing. when they kiss so it was kind of, like, not this, like, big thing about, like, them getting in bed together. It was like, oh, that was the natural progression, and then we're kissing after, and we're going to have sex again. And I, I don't know, like, that was just, like, that was an interesting thing. It I still also was think that there's like, maybe some coding that's happening when, after that date, they go driving, and he's, like, shocked that she's, like, popping these, I don't, yeah. I don't know, dr- drifting, whatever. She's, she's, she's yeah. L.A. drifting all over the place. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, wow, that's... Like, you're good at this. And he's kind of, like, shocked. And then they're, like, in bed together. Which, to me, was, like, perhaps a way of kind of coding, like, you have expectations about this woman being very innocent and and, and virginal. Yes. But th- but actually, like, she's, like, a full person who's out here driving yes. cars as fast as she can. And it's not a big deal yes. that she's going to have sex with this guy. Like, yes. Yes. And it doesn't feel like a big deal. Like, it doesn't feel like, you know, the whole, when he's, like... Don't break her heart or I'll break your neck. And it almost feels like, oh, she's probably been so sheltered the whole time that, like, if they did have sex, she's going to be... Like, it didn't feel like when he said he was an undercover cop to her that she was like, no, the man I love betrayed me. It was like, uh, oh, shit, you might get killed now by my brother. Like, no, it seemed it like, like it was a- like, oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Another one. <laughs> yeah, it just felt like... Oh. It seemed like she then, felt like, like betrayed, but not in a way where she was like, this wound is fresh and raw irreparable. and rare. It was just yeah. like, ugh, this again. Yeah. Like, it was like, I get that men are stupid. And yeah. Like, 
that, yeah. And, and it almost felt like he was more, like, he was, like, everything, but all the feelings I said were real. She was, like, I don't really care about that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know, like, it was almost like her, like, perspective on emotion and feelings are, like, yes, feelings are pure and real in the moment. Like, I obviously, like, she was, like, yeah, that night was, like, special, and I, like, agree that you felt all those feelings, but, like, obviously there was, like, this other side to you, and, like, I'm annoyed about that. I'm not, like, oh, no, everything that he did was a lie. Like, like we had sex, and, like, that was, like, you know, that was an action, and that action happened. Like, yeah, like yeah. you know, it's, like, like sometimes I think, like, women uh, in movies, not, like, women in general, like, will often feel like when a betrayal happens by a man after they've had sex, it's, like, that sex was also a lie, which, like, is it's true that, like, oh, you were probably a different person when that was happening, but, like, that the actions and, like, like, the feelings besides the, like, like, there's also just, like, the pleasurable feelings of sex. Yeah. And, like, the, act, like, and that pre- people can enjoy that act. You know, and we're all of, sort you know of performing saying? versions of ourselves for each other. I don't know what the difference yeah. between being an undercover cop and being, yeah, yeah, like, like you're still, we're always sort of performing little things about ourselves. Yeah. Probably you're not an entirely different person as an undercover cop. Yeah. Exactly. But, yes, so I, I agree. I think that her reaction was reasonable, yeah. and I liked that. Yeah, it was a good, yeah. I hope she, I wonder if she's going to be in the next, I'm also just wondering this entire time, like, who's going to be in the next movie. I know, I and, am like, wondering, like, will Mia stick around? Because, I like, I know yeah. Michelle Rodriguez is in it for the long haul. I know Vin oh, Diesel cool. and Paul good. Walker are in it until Paul Walker dies. Nice. But those are the, the only people like I know somehow. who we're going to keep seeing. Like, are we going to keep seeing Leon? Is Vince okay? <laughs> yeah, like... Because Vince, it almost seems like Vince is going to go to prison. I hope Vince goes to prison. He was crazy. <laughs> Vince was unhinged. <laughs> That's funny. And it also seems like, oh, can Paul walk, uh, can Brian go back to the police force now? Is it going to be like a second movie where like, oh, he's actually like been promoted. He's trying to get like a really bad. Oh, this is my, this is my guess for the second movie. He's promoted, he's trying to actually get in, like, he's trying to go undercover again with a really bad car gang, but he wants to get Toretta on his side to help him. And Toretta starts kind of working with the cops, almost, basically. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I, let's, I'm, I like that theory. Thank you. It's kind of like a Hannibal Lecter situation. I feel like the other option is that Paul Walker's, like, on the run from the cops now. Yeah, that is also the other option. Which is but I hope that he's also. sort of still a cop. I hope that that's not just, like, over in a movie. Well, because it seems like... The end of that movie was kind of like a separation, and like maybe it'll be like uh, two years later. It's like yeah, oh, yeah, people, like you know, and he's like actually like gone back to being a cop, and it's not like he's gonna join Hector's gang or something. You know? Yeah, like, at the end of Point that's Break, that's not the family he had. At the end of Point Break, Johnny Utah is still like with the cops, even though he kind of let Patrick Swayze get away. I don't remember Patrick Swayze's character name, so that's funny. So I can I really want to see Point Break now. Point Break is very fun. You should watch Point Break. Amazing. It's directed by Catherine Bigelow, who's the woman who did the Heart Locker. (laughs) So it's like, she's got like two thrilling war movies, but then also this surfer (laughs) heist movie. That's amazing. I love it. Um, The last thing I want to say before we wrap up, unless you've got more to say, is I want to talk about how terrible the music in this movie was. (laughs) It just made me laugh. It was absurd. So first of all, there are two moments in this movie where there are two songs playing at the same time. Like, there's ambient dance music, but then also, like, very 
emotional sort of scoring. So one is like when he's Whoa. when he's breaking into El Gato, the club that the that Hector's yeah. gang has, I guess, their cars in the garage of. I don't really know what's happening there. He's breaking into that thing and there's a club at the front and we hear all this dance music and then we go back and you can still hear that music in the distance, but you also hear like doot, 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 like the, the heist music <laughs> as he's breaking in and punching through the window and stuff. That's which was so funny to me. I was like, this is a weird decision. This is not working. Yeah. But then we get that again, and we get that again at that emotional climax when he's talking to Mia, and he's like, Mia, please help me. We got to save Dom. Like, people are going to die yeah. if we don't go. There's, like, ambient dance music in the background, and then, like, <laughs> swelling emotional synths underneath it. I was like, this is a terrible idea both times. But then there's no music at all for that whole truck thing, which is very interesting. Yeah. It's just like the roar of cars and people shouting like, Mia, dumb, I got it, <laughs> Lenny. It was so interesting. That's, that. I guess that's kind of like, maybe this movie's like, well, we're all about cars. The car sounds speak for the themselves. The car sounds you know? should be music to your ears. <laughs> oh, yeah, it didn't know. quite wow, work is... for me, but I did appreciate the idea. Well, I'm excited to listen to the sound in the next movie, too. Because I, I almost, when you had said, like, let's talk about sound, I was like, I don't really remember any sound. And then that's funny about the dance music and the... Yeah, and it was just like, in general, none of the music was good. There was no, like, theme to this that made me be like, yeah, this is a Fast and Furious movie. So I wonder if one will emerge or if this is just a series that will never have sort of, like, an iconic melody that evokes yeah. it <laughs> well because what was there oh i kind of felt like the intro i was not excited oh wait did you listen to listen, watch the after scene was there a post credit scene there was a <gasps> post credit no scene. i didn't oh my god okay you have to watch the post credit scene because i was like this isn't a marvel movie but i feel like there might be a post credit <laughs> scene and it's just you want me to explain what it to you what it is sure it's yeah not, okay so it's just Vin Diesel, like, in the desert driving, and he repeats that line. But, oh, but he's, it says Baja, Mexico. Mm. So he made it to Mexico. Kind of the idea with... Remember at one point he says to Gina, or what is her name? Lenny. Lenny. What's the actress's name? Michelle Rodriguez. Marissa? Rochelle Rodriguez. I was about to say Gina Rodriguez. Different what person. Rodriguez? She's the, she's the virtual um, one. But uh, imagine if she was in the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> she has such a personality that I feel like would not fit. I mean, I mean, she was a good actress, so she could have changed. She, it, could, she would be like bossing them around. I'm just Gina imagine. Rodriguez. Just imagine if Lenny was played by Gina Rodriguez. Yeah. She'd be like, "Hey." <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's in Baja, Mexico, and then he repeats that line that's like, "I live for the ten seconds of freedom." That like weird line that they're obsessed mm. with, and it makes me feel like, "Oh, that is this." That is the Fast and the Furious soundtrack. Is that long? It's just Vin Diesel whispering, 10 seconds of freedom." <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's like a. It's like a long line. I forget what the whole line is. I gotta look it up. I, I'll. I'll watch the post credit scene. That's so funny. Yes. Wow. I hope they all have post credit scenes. <laughs> so no one asked about the post credit scene, but we're curious. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, should we rank these like we did Marvel movies? Sure. So this is number first one. and last right now? Number one. Yes. <laughs> number one in our hearts. I mean, right, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I think this movie's probably going to be better than the second movie. I, uh, I wonder, I suspect that it's going to be like one, two, three. Yeah. And then we'll start, you know, then it'll become difficult again because from four onwards we'll yeah. be, we're going to get The Rock, we're going to get Jason Statham. So does The Rock not come till the movie four? I don't think so because 
I know that movie three is Tokyo Drift, and that's like a totally different cast of characters because it's in Tokyo. Oh, so it's not even Paul Wa- Bryan or I don't think Dom- so. Vin Diesel. I haven't seen these movies, so we'll find out. But this I think so that exciting. Tokyo Drift is a different cast entirely. Wait, is Jackie Chan in that? No, that's oh, okay. um. You're thinking of th- there's another car movie that, that, that Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan is, is in. Yeah, yeah. like R- D- Rush Hour. No. Yes. No, it's is definitely that... like Rush Hour. Okay. Yeah. They were really into. Car- also, it's interesting. So this movie, I was like, oh, the special effects aren't like that crazy. Like I was like. I felt like they just used cars and they did what the cars would do or something. There was I, a couple moments where we saw the engines CGI'd and all the, the nitrous oh, oxide bursting out oh, through the yeah, exhaust yeah, 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 pipes. Yeah. We did that twice. Yes. That was fun. I could see and the then there was, fire flames that were kind of like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Yes, there were flames. And then there was also that moment when all the cars were driving up to the race where I was like, this seems digitally rendered. Like, something's <laughs> wrong about this. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and but then other than that, probably, yeah, it wasn't too much digital. Probably the moment where the car was also bursting into flames. That one. When then that was cool. That, that I honestly one. thought was a practical explosion because oh, there were so many colors too, which does seem like what would happen. Yeah. Like there are things you can burn at different temperatures. That's cool. That didn't look digital to me, but it could be digital. Well, it was it was cool, and I love how Vin Diesel just shouted, "The Nos!" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Hello," because also the whole time when they were talking about the Nos, they were always like, "You're gonna explode with that." I was like, "I really hope we see this," but I also hope that this character doesn't die. So like, yeah. how are we gonna see this explosion? And then we saw it because these men just came back, and I also thought they were coming back to shoot them. And I was like, "Wow, that was such an interesting move on their part." They come back to shoot the car, and I was like, oh. "I didn't realize till right now that they weren't trying to kill them." I was like, "Well," because I was just like, "They were terrible with their guns. They're just always moving too fast to aim." But Jackie. they were trying to blow up the car. <laughs> You're so well, I funny. thought that they thought that they were going to be in because they were getting in the car. Oh, so yeah, it yeah, seemed yeah. to me like it was a murder attempt. Like yeah. obviously, I know that they weren't like they knew that they failed at their yeah. goal, but I thought that their goal was to kill them. Oh, I think it was just like because it was funny just to blow up the car. That whole moment where Tran comments on the car, I thought Tran was going to take the car from him and be like, "He was like, who's the owner of this car?" And then he was like. Huh. Like, and it made I it seem that- like he was going to take it. And then, it, in a way, he did take it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. He would rather explode the materials than take the materials, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I did think that was interesting. Any other thoughts? No, I don't think so. This is number one. Oh, the wait, best can I look at my, movie. Can I look at my notes? I actually did a good job taking notes this time. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Wait, where is the? Is it this? No. Is it this? Oh, yeah, I just like the coloring of this whole movie. Everything kind of felt orangey. Oh, you did say that at the beginning, and I did not answer your question about it. I didn't, I didn't really notice it, but I, I'm I think glad it was just that the fact it. that it was like in the desert a little bit. That maybe like... Yeah, yeah, there was a very deserty color scheme, and they lean into it. Oh, there was also, okay, this is two funny things. It's just like the way that they talk about car language, I really want to ask like an actual race car driver, like, is this stuff accurate? Because, like, some of it felt like, oh, yeah, this could be very real. And then some of it was like, this feels like it's made up. And, like, that they're Mm -hmm. making up lingo here. But I'll never know. And, yeah. Yes, it was very jargony in a way that made me feel like, oh, they're experts in something I don't know anything about. But if I was an expert in that thing, would I be like, they don't know anything? Yes, yeah. And it was like, oh, I really want to know if they're doing a good job or not. I felt that way sort of about a lot of it. Like, at the beginning, too, I was like, is this what L.A. street racing is like? I just literally have no idea. Yeah. I felt like that was... I actually don't know. I bet they do a lot of street racing in the desert because it's, like, super vacant, you know? 
But yeah, you can just go really fast and no one cares. Um, also, okay, so when Vin Diesel's like, when they, with all the motorcycles come around, I also love the kind of like, ooh, they're a motorcycle gang as well as a car gang because these people are kind of like different and I liked that. I liked when Vin Diesel called them crotch rockets like he hates motorcycles. Yes, yes. And then it was funny because he's going to be like, he was like, what's going on here? And he was like, this is going to be a long ass night. And it was like, and then it wasn't really that long of a night. But then he's like, then the guy's like, well, now we're going to have to do this 20 mile hike. And I was like, are they really going to walk 20 miles? I guess this is going to be a long night. But then, and then I was like, is the rest of the story going to be them like navigating this night? Kind of like, kind of like one of those movies where like something unfortunate happens. And then for the rest of the night, you're dealing with like the after effects, kind of like the sleepover movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it wasn't that, so, <laughs> lol. Um, and then there's one moment when we go to the race wars. It's happening on the property of the U.S. government. That was so interesting. I don't think that that, I think that that, I don't know. Was that really a military base or was that like an abandoned military base? It was so interesting that I we passed know. that sign. And there were people like checking you in and I was like, is this a military checkpoint? But then I was like, no, that can't be the yeah. case. And then I was like, is is this actually an event actually run by the government? And then I was like, no, because this feels like they would support people that are probably doing bad things in their off time. Yeah, um, and people are like wagering random rolls of cash on random races. Well, that see, that seems was like interesting a tax to me nightmare. That was done when she did it like kind of like this. And the other guy didn't like this. It felt like they were doing something that they're not supposed to be doing. But they were oh, like, like the race wars are sanctioned by the government, but then people are adding illegal wagers on top yes. of the regular race war. That's what it kind of felt like. Interesting. But it, it feels like it would be silly of the government to like support this. But there was also the moment where in the beginning, like he was like, I want to go legit. Brian was saying that. And then Dom was like, oh, I'm never allowed to go legit because of this. Because I like hit this guy with this you know, wrench at one point in my life. Um, but the feeling was like, are the race wars legit? But I don't think they are legit. Yeah, I, 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 I could not say for certain whether or not those were legal races, but it was interesting that yeah. they could have been. <laughs> it was interesting. So those are just my feelings. Um, I think that was the end. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, that's... That brings us to the end of this episode. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at Robert Davis Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Jackie Frack. You can follow Steph on Twitter at Stephanopoulos18. Uh, we will be releasing episodes about the Fast and the Furious movies in our No One Asked But We're Curious series all <laughs> summer, uh, and culminating with Hobbs and Shaw. So stay tuned for that. Um, and that's it for now. I love you, Steph. I love you, Jackie. And good night, Gus. Good night, Gus. <laughs>